Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, this is producer Melissa. I'm just letting you guys know that Candace and Kayla talk a lot about taking their mask off indoors. And I just wanted to say that this was recorded before LA County urged everyone to wear masks inside. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yep, we thought we would have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s. But surprise, we don't. No, we don't. But that's okay. That's all right. It is okay. I'm so happy to have you back. We're here. We're all in the same room together. Oh my gosh, you guys. Our smiles are massive. I can't even. It's so good to see you guys. I know. It's a, we're all vaccinated. We are in the post-vax world with our microphones and our gear. We are not just staring into computer screens. And it is a, it is a, it, it's, it's an interesting experience. It's funny. I feel like it took us a minute to get used to recording digitally and on Zoom. Right. And and that was a whole other setup that I know we commented about on this <laughs> podcast plenty, our trials and tribulations of entering the digital world. But now that we're back in person, it's almost a whole other reentry. Um, how are you feeling, Kay? I just am so happy to be able to hug both of you. 
I'm talking to Candace and Mel. It's been a long time since we've all been in the same room together. And I just think I feel hopeful, not just for this experience, but for the world. And I feel a little emotional about it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? (laughs) I feel um, slightly embarrassed that I didn't know how to set up any of our gear today. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, here's a cord. And I know it goes somewhere and it does something, but that's why we work with our incredible producer, Melissa Montz, who uh, who luckily remembers for us. <laughs> and so we'll have to have a whole other instructional uh, how to um, set up podcast gear like actual podcasters. Um, but other than that, it feels good. It feels weird. It's at, like I went to dinner for the first time um, indoors, actually, like last week. Um, was it weird? What did you walk in and, and what did you do? It was weird. There's a new restaurant out here in the valley. My daughter goes to preschool and in the preschool class, and it was a preschool pod, essentially. Um, we all kept it very, very insulated. Uh, but there were only four girls in the class and they all bonded fairly quickly. And so it kind of became the four girls wanting to hang out all the time. And so us four moms got to know each other as well. And so knowing that everyone's kind of going different places and going different schools next year, um, one of the moms had like made a dinner reservation and we were all vaccinated. And so we literally like carried our mask in our hands if we, as if to be like, we have them, we're ready right. and we're in position to put them on. You just give us the word before we order our lychee martinis. And, uh, but yeah, we were welcomed in and sat down and, and, uh, so where I've been for the past couple of weeks, what is, yeah, where have you been? I know. Um, where outer in the space, world are you Candace yep, King? I, uh, I know. Outer space. Uh, no, I, I've been in Nashville, Tennessee. I was out there working and it, it was interesting to be in a different state because every state has different policies. And so just um, even being in Nashville and, and and just seeing how each state handles kind of the mask wearing policy at this point, post vaccinations being available. Um So I just feel like it's been like this constant dance of like, do I walk into a grocery store with it on? Oh, no one has it on, but I'm vaccinated. And, and it's just, it's still the dance. You know, I'm excited for the day when there isn't a dance of, I'm past at least with like close friends, like having to have a text message chain or a phone call that basically we're just telling each other every person that we've seen in the last 48 hours and every single thing we did. It's like, okay, I went to the bathroom at the gas station, but I washed my hands. Mm -hmm. And then I went to a grocery store and then I washed my hands there. Um, (laughs) And then I sneezed, but I washed my hands after that. Can we hang out outdoors six feet away? Like at least like that's kind of at a pause. Um, But there's still like a you know, do I walk into a restaurant? Do I walk into a Target? How has it been for you, especially with the little one? Well, here in LA, it's interesting because I have my mask in my purse, but then I walk into a store and I see that everyone is wearing it and I instantly put it on because I feel really bad. And I'm thinking, oh, does the store have a different policy? Do I need to honor that? And then there's been another experience where I just came from a, and I didn't have a mask on and or I did have a mask on and then no one else had it on. And then you're feel weird, but you can take it off. And it's just reading the room in every room you walk in. And it's almost you want to respect whoever is there. So it's I just find myself kind of on off on off, not knowing what to do. And I'm sure we'll all feel this way for a little while. And then we'll, I guess, just be mask free completely. It's really interesting and really weird. 
it feels very strange. But the one thing is my mask knee is getting so much better. You guys. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. <laughs> oh, the terms that we all have I now. Know. I, I know. know. Like mask knee, Zoom, know. you know, all. Yeah, I've never had such a collection of hand sanitizer just on display. You know, the, I've never appreciated like the scent of a good soap, you know, like the fact that that can be dinner party conversation at this point of like, so soap wise, where have you been in the last year? You know, are you an A soap girl? Are you like, I got the the gallon size. You're just filling in it. Like what, what's your soap style uh, <laughs> these days? Um, but yeah, so, uh, but I've been in Nashville and that's where I've been. And Kayla, you've been holding down the fort. The episodes have been great. Thanks. It was really fun. And Mel and I got to do a few episodes together too. It's been really great. We've missed you so much. And I know our listeners, I keep promising them that, that you're going to tell them what you were doing. But guys, she can't really talk about it yet. No, I, I was working. That's what I was doing. And I I can't share what I was working on. It's really not like I'm not in the FBI. I did not do a career change. <laughs> I've not become a private investigator. I, my mind instantly went to FBI, the TV show. No, not even that. <laughs> I like it's not even a TV show about the FBI. It's a really fun, um, fun project. I, I can't wait to talk about it. And, and but please do not let the anticipation keep you up at night. Um, it, it is really fun. Um, I actually have bigger news than work, though. Um, which was also part of the reason why I was in Nashville, Tennessee, is um, I'm moving. Dun, da, 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 da. Mel, hit the applause. I mean, don't hit the applause, Mel. Hit the tears. <laughs> this is something that we've been talking about off mic for a really long time. Not a really long time. Well, a couple months. A couple months. Yeah. yeah. It's been really hard. And I am so happy that you guys are moving. But as you and all of our listeners know, we live a few blocks away. And... Tanner and I moved into this neighborhood thinking that we were going to be able to be next to you and Joe and the family for a really long time. And then the pandemic hit and then none of us could see each other. Mm -hmm. And now they're moving. And I am so happy for you guys, but genuinely also devastated because there's something about having a friend that's like a few blocks away that I've always dreamt of and raising our kids together. But I guess we're just going to have to come visit you in Nashville. We basically yes. have two houses now. Exactly. See, we're bi-coastal. <laughs> um, yeah, we I will spare everyone the, lawn, the laundry list of reasons of, of why we decided as a family it was time to move. Um, but w the easiest explanation and, and the most enjoyable one is that it, we're just doing a 180. So right now we're in, in Los Angeles, which is obviously a fairly large city. Um, you can you can pick it out on a map. Um, some people have heard about it. And, uh, you know, we live fairly city center and we are doing a 180 and we're actually moving out to the country. Um, we've got acres and uh, we got chickens. I feel like you're really excited about the chickens. I am so excited <laughs> about the chickens. Uh, we've we've received a chicken present that like makes me so excited about the chickens. Wait, what does that mean? What's a chicken? Present? So um, some some people we were working with in Nashville left a gift for us. And so it's egg cartons and it's a stamp that <gasps> says like Kings, you know, chicken eggs. And, and like I have an egg collecting apron as one needs when you've got chickens. Now, what is this egg collecting apron like? Because is it just with a big pocket? Like I picture like a kangaroo kind mm -hmm. of apron. You can have a couple different kinds. Okay. Some of them is just a big pocket. This one is like a pouch pocket. There's also ones with individual egg holders. Oh you know, I've researched this in my like egg collecting apron, you know, search. I know I need some hunter boots. I've mm -hmm. got to get some, you know, it's really about the outfit. Mm -hmm. It's like fresh eggs 
and outfit in uh in chicken owning. Um, but I've officially now become a hen mother. I am a chicken mother because when I was there, I had to I like learned how to take care of chickens and how to feed them. And I have to in even giving them water. And you gotta go in the chicken coop to give them water. So I got a sense of their personalities. Um how many? There's five. Um, one just does not care. She will just like be all up on your business and like she wants to hang by the door and she's like, oh, you're going to open the door. Well, I'm, I'm just going to make this difficult for you. And I don't care any of your tactics of saying like, be gone, chicken or shoe. <laughs> like, you know, any of the, 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 the chicken, you know, terminology I was using to uh, be able to get into the coop without them escaping. Maybe there's a secret password you need to learn. Maybe like, huzzah. Um, but, uh, or like chicken nuggets. I don't know, but nothing no, works. Definitely not. If it scares them to the other side of the coop so I can safely get in there without them escaping. True story. Um, But uh, so we have five. One is actually a rooster. Fun fact. Um, So we'll see. He he seems very friendly. Is he loud? He's very loud, but he's fluffy. So when you see the chickens, everyone goes like, oh, I like that one, the fluffy one. And I'm like, damn, that's the rooster. Is, Is he a typical rooster with like the hang down thingy? Nope. He's cute and fluffy. He's like a sexy rooster, I oh, gotta say. Wow. Like he's hot stuff and he knows it. What's his name? We did, So I haven't named them. I think the family who owned them before did name them, um, but they've left it open oh, for wait. us to name. Maybe we name him hot stuff. So Guys, maybe, yeah. any ideas? What do we name these chickens? Nashville hot chicken? I don't know. No. Maybe that's... <laughs> we could come up with some good names. I know. And don't, I'm not gonna like, like I have no intentions on eating these chickens at this point. I do eat chicken. I eat meat. So I believe in like, knowing where my food comes from. Right now, these are just like a happy rooster and some happy hens. We do have two olive eggers, which is I've never heard of. They're chickens that specifically lay like olive green colored (gasps) eggs. Wow. Fun fact. Fun fact. So what what color eggs do you have? You have olive green. Do you have white? We have white, olive green, um, and then kind of like a taupe colored. And then I don't know if we have any of the baby blue ones. This is like a Pinterest worthy Easter. It's very, they're Every very day. pretty eggs. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But we're in the country. So the other fun fact is, you know, I'm like, well, you know, are there any natural predators in the area? And someone was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I saw some bobcat tracks around, but they won't, they won't, they only come out at night. And I'm like, I, I don't even like, I can't even get along with house cats. I'm supposed to get along with the bobcat trailing my chicken well i instantly think of rebel right because their dog rebel is like the sweetest thing and really protective of you guys so that's the only thing i worry about so we'll keep them in i know this is it's a whole new thing Mm -hmm. to you know to adjust to so uh that instead of earthquakes it's more just like bobcats so we're trading one for for an unpredictable but other you're a florida girl you you're you have experience with gators i feel uh, like yeah. bob if you can handle gators you can handle bobcats right yes i know so I'm with you. Uh, so that's what uh so i've been you know hanging out in nashville working a bit taking care of chickens wow becoming a hen mom and um gearing up to move kayla how many times have you moved in your life have I you mean, ever moved <laughs> away from california for longer than a couple months no i know atlanta right and i lived but, in atlanta for vampire but no i've Lived in different areas while I was working and shooting. But L.A. has always been my home. Now, your parents' home... In Long Beach? In Long Beach. Was that your childhood home? Yes. Yes. That blows my mind. They're still in the same house. 
what is your room? What is your room? I never went to your room because at one time I did go to Long Beach with you. Right. Candace was uh, actually here over Christmas time mm-hmm. and came with my family to find our Christmas tree. And it was, I mean, if you guys have ever been with the Yule family finding their Christmas tree, it is a huge deal. It is a very democratic. <laughs> I mean, we are, everyone votes on their favorite tree. I mean, it is, the tree is everything in the house. The question when you show up is flocked or not flocked. Oh yeah. And, and then everyone was split down the middle and they're like, Candace, you're the guest. And I'm like, Oh no. She's this looking is, at me like, what do I do? What, what do, do I do? do? I'm like, well, what do you want? What do you think you like, should get? That does not seem like the safe answer. <laughs> I think we went flocked that year. We did. We I, think you flocked. Did, I think you did go flocked. Yeah. And, um, uh, but what does my room look like? I think you were going to ask me, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, is it still the same? Different room and everything's been since changed. But the point is I haven't really moved that much. And I, the idea of moving across the country, I'm thinking, how do you even start with the logistics of that? I mean, I've just like moved from one LA apartment to another into a home into, but it's all very, you know, you just put some stuff in the back of a pickup truck and go to a different street, you know? So this is, it seems really overwhelming and massive and a lot, but then we all know you and like, you are a planner and that is what you're good at. And so I feel like you've probably had this plan since you had the idea that you were moving. Well, luckily my husband's a planner too. Like we, if, if you've ever, anyone who has ever witnessed us on vacation knows that we have an itinerary that we've both come up with. It's not just like one of us being like, this is what I want to do. We both know the concierge by name by the end of the trip because we're down bothering them every single morning to double check our itinerary to make sure we're getting the most out of our vacation. Um, (laughs) No pressure. No pressure (laughs) to like Anne, the the concierge. Um, But with moving, luckily, we yes, we're organized. Um, I've moved more than he has. I grew up moving a lot, too. I I was born in Houston. We lived in Atlanta. We lived in Memphis, Tennessee. We settled in Orlando. And then six years later, I moved to Los Angeles. And then six years after that, it was Atlanta. And then after that, it was Denver. And then we've been here for four years. So I've moved around a lot in my life. And had to literally just, you know, even living in Atlanta, there was a weekend where I came back realizing that I had to get rid of my LA apartment. And I had a couple friends come over and we literally just kept carrying furniture out to the front of the apartment building and just saying like free stuff, free stuff, because there was no way that I was going to store it or have the time to sell it. And luckily, everyone just came and kept picking up furniture. Um, so For anyone used- listening in LA, everyone is kind of like moving to LA or moving away from LA and like that kind of thing. So there's definitely always this unspoken rule that you can just leave furniture out on the side of the street. Yeah. And genuinely within the hour, it's usually gone. Yeah. It's kind of like, I feel like in New York, they do that mm-hmm. too. Anytime I hear anyone about New York, they're like, yeah, I picked up this great chair <laughs> on this cross street. It's kind of like that in LA. Um, so I've moved around a lot. So I'm not too sentimental about like the stuff. And what's funny is the stuff I get sentimental about are the most impractical things to move. Like my husband had to like, have a sit down with me and was like, I, I don't think you understand how much it will cost us to move your Halloween gravesite and your, oh, your Christmas, like some of these Christmas decorations and, and my cauldron. Candace, am I going to get some of these decorations? I think they're gone. <gasps> well, I was gone. Joe was in charge of, uh, I'm devastated. I know. I have a bone to pick with Joe. I know. <laughs> he just got rid of the decorations. I, I think a lot of them had to go goodbye <gasps> because when you average out how much it cost to put a like a big box on a moving truck, right? especially right now, 
because the the costs they have inflated. Everyone's to moving. Move. Everyone's I'm sure moving. a lot of people listening to this are moving right now. Yeah, so in just the car. you have to really sit down and go like, okay, so this box of styrofoam. <laughs> graves and uh plastic skeleton bones um it's gonna cost us like a thousand dollars to move is that really i now have a skeleton bone to pick with yeah. joe i'm going to have to text him right after this i'm devastated you guys have the best decorations i know thanks. maybe if there's something left over i'll we'll come see over. i oh know my gosh. but it is funny when you start breaking that down because all the things i get sentimental over are just <laughs> the most ridiculous things where i was like how could you get away how could you give away our like wreath from target five years ago <laughs> And he's like, it's it's just not going to make it like we got to let it go. Well, it's almost. Yeah, it, it costs more than what it's worth when. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So yep. it doesn't make sense. So it does not make sense. Got no. Um, yeah. So I've been put on hold on any like summertime purchases for uh, any fun stuff because we're yeah, we're, we're moving. Right. It's all about to happen. No, now we know what to get her for a moving gift. We'll just yeah. give you your gravesite. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, the, like imagine the acreage that I've got too. I know, that's it's what gonna I'm gonna be, get Joe back. Yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> buy you all your decorations. Hundred styrofoam <laughs> graves. Exactly. Yeah, that'll just irrigate the field. Hey guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. back wait weren't you guys looking at a house that had a gravesite on it so Can this you is tell another everyone fun this story fact. this yes. is crazy this this gave me chills <laughs> so um in our venture to move to nashville obviously one of us needed to go there to actually make sure that this wasn't a, just a zillow dream like a fever dream we were having one night and this was actually a good idea so you know joe luckily i stayed home with the kids he flew a couple months ago and um, was able to see a few houses. But a fun, interesting fact about a lot of the houses in the country um, outside of Nashville, a lot of them have grave sites and not just like one or two houses, but multiple houses have like full on graveyards on the property. And and in, because in, a lot of these older houses, obviously, even if the house has been flattened and redone, the property itself has, you know, been around a long time and families used to like keep the houses within the family. So, um, yeah, so he was seeing the house, which looked just I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, the garden looked like a secret garden out of a fairy tale book. There was like a well, there's like a, you know, the house itself just had so much character and just story and life to it. 
But when you get to like the last Zillow page, it's a full on graveyard. And so when he, when Joe was there, he, you know, walked through the property and he was like, gosh, this is like everything we've been dreaming of. He's like, but I noticed on the drive in, there's like a, a graveyard, like a, and a lot of them. And, and they were like, oh yeah, that's the Boyd family. And he was like, oh, I don't, how, I don't know about the Boyd family. And they're like, yeah, yeah, they're just there. They come with the house. Like, obviously, like, you know, I don't know if you're able to move them. And he was like, no, 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 I don't want to move the Boyd family. The Boyd family has been here a lot longer than I have. Right. We have seen poltergeist. We know what happens. Like, we do not need the house to sink in and eat us up and to get caught in any televisions. Like, we know how this works. So, um... So the Boyd family got stayed at the house. We felt like it, it also was just too far away from the city. We needed something just a little closer. So, um, but then yet again, another house was uh, had a gravesite. And then when I was out actually out there working, uh, he asked if I could go visit another property and um, just to kind of see it. Uh, for a different project. And and so I went out there and uh, there's like a horse barn and the horses are running out and it's like so beautiful. And I was like, what's this, what's this square part on the, on the picture, like the kind of the eagle eye, the overhead picture. And they're like, oh, that's the grave site. We can give you a full history. I was like, what's with the graveyards? What's with, what is it? But they all come with them. So um, ours does not. They just came with chickens. That's amazing. So yeah, I mean, I, I could just, might be a little scary sometimes, you know? I, I wonder if some of the houses are haunted. I would just have to make friends with the grave. Like, I actually, my apartment in Atlanta, my first apartment, I don't know if you remember this one. It was in downtown Decatur. Decatur, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a fourplex mm-hmm. on the bottom on the bottom floor. And it was next to a graveyard. It was across the street from a church and it was next to a graveyard. Oh, I do remember it. And yeah. And I could go and I actually would go walking around and go jogging through it all the time. And I just loved it. And I'd go visit kind of like my well, favorite. You were also on the Vampire Diaries where like every know, night every you were shooting you're in a filming graveyard. On a fake graveyard. <laughs> so it felt like home. Um, but I actually don't get uncomfortable like being in a cemetery. And even there's another famous cemetery in Atlanta where a lot of historical famous people are buried. And it's really fun during Halloween. You can do a Halloween tour and they go and they do like live performances and reenactments of the people that are buried there. There's like a famous golfer. There's like a famous the and and people are dressed up to like commemorate like their life. Well, that's and, cool because there's a lot of people around. But you know, I'm talking about the midnight job through the graveyard alone. <laughs> no, like going to get the mail yes. in the evening, yes. like walking past your graveyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and being like, oh, Bed Bath and Beyond coupon. Oh, and then uh, what is that strange noise? Right. Did something just grab my foot? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we avoided that. Just bobcats and chickens. That's all we got to worry about. Um, And my favorite thing about your house is that there is a slide (laughs) in the house. I mean, that would sell me completely. I'm already really excited to, you know, maybe have a cocktail and then take the slide down. So here's the deal for anyone that's like rolling their eyes or thinking that this is like a richy rich situation. So we bought the house from a family that lived there and and they actually built the house and it was around the time of quarantine when they were completing it and this dad who who built the house obviously could not leave the house and was homeschooling children and this was all during the shutdown so he used this kind of attic crawl space and turned it into there's a slide 
there is like an actual slide. And he even like when we were looking at that, when my husband was looking at the house, he was like, here's the deal. Like, you know, if you want to, we can remove it. We can easily cover it up. This was just honestly, we were stuck in a house and we didn't know what was happening with the world. And I put in a slide. And How here is we he are defending now. it? It's like the, he's defending it like it's a bad thing. I, I feel like it's the best It's perk. the best idea ever. And it's really, really fun. We would have never been like, oh, we got to put a slide in the house. You know, that's just <laughs> not something you do. Like, it's like, you know, so it was like the best cherry on top where obviously like moving after, um, such a big year and we have kids, we have four kids between us. And so, but like my husband was very excited that that was, those were the first things he called me with. He's like, I think I found the house. I think it's perfect. And it has a slide and it has chickens. And I was like, is there anything else about the house you want to tell me? Um, and then I got to hear everything else um, that was wonderful. But I mean, we're really trading city life for country life. Our neighbors have horses everywhere you're driving in the area. You know, it's just a different lifestyle and we're trying it out. And and I think we became so accustomed to this idea that we needed to plant roots. We had to plant roots. And, and within the pandemic, an experience for us is that our family is the roots like that? Mm-hmm. that's the roots it's not the house you know it's not the home um we're not necessarily going to the extremes of like you know being a family that gets a school bus and like drives around the country you know but like for us just it obviously is a big move and we're just looking at it from the perspective of like this why not you know what what an experience to have we we did travel as a family last year for a month and and we ended up um, at properties where we could just be, we were acres away from anybody else and, and took our masks off and running out in the, in the field and playing ball and throwing a ball for our dog. And so for us, we were like, we really enjoyed that feeling mm-hmm. and why not, um, try that on as a lifestyle for a little while. I just love it. Cause Mel and I are going to come visit Candace and she's going to be like, Oh, here, I've made my own jam and I have, <laughs> I'm growing my garden. We'll just have this. And and you're going to bake your own bread. And you're going to... I just have a feeling that you are going to just thrive there. It's going to be fantastic. Thanks. Thanks. We're very excited. I just want to try one of the olive eggs, please. Yeah. No, that's where we got. We got tons of them. I'm so excited. We got tons of them. Bring bring some boots. We'll put you to work on our chicken farm. Um, Yeah, we're really excited. You guys have had so much change in the last year, not just obviously as a collective like world and everything else that, you know, the world was going through, but subsequently, like you guys have had big changes here in LA and you guys moved and well, what's funny is all of our change happened right before the pandemic. So we moved directly before the pandemic and Poppy was six months old, right when we moved into this house. And then a month later, the pandemic hit. So It was just very much like we were at home and then Tanner got a new job. And then basically, so all of our change happened simultaneously with the pandemic. So I feel like we now feel settled where we are finally after this whole year. I mean, I guess it's all relative as settled as you can feel right now. Um, But it's been great because, you know, we have a massive 90 year old grapefruit tree and we're like picking our grapefruits and it's just fun. So I think you just you're right. It's a really good lesson to learn that wherever your family is, those are your roots. Wherever you go, there you are. You know, I, I love that thing. We've been kind of saying that a lot lately, just reminding ourselves like it doesn't really matter where we are because we also had to pick up and leave and go to Santa Fe and come back and 
traveling during the pandemic with a baby. It was just a lot. And so. during the height of the, height. the pandemic, not like in the past month where things are like opened no. up and, you know, people are vaccinated. But this was when it was really scary to fly and people were still wiping off their groceries and we did double masks and the face mask. And like you just, you know, with a child, with a child, which was difficult. So, yeah, I feel like we're the we're on opposite ends in the sense that now we are settled and then you guys are now going to like uproot and probably in, within the next few months feel a little bit of craziness, but then you will find your settling there. Yeah. And then we're going to come visit you and start some craziness again. Anytime, anytime. Uh, what is it, it? I feel like I know we've touched on it, but now that we're like really looking at the changes that we've in, in talking just like you and I about right. the changes we've had within the last year, just personally, what was your biggest concern a week before the shutdown happened? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. I think, well, if I'm going to lit- answer that literally, the biggest concern was where are we going to live? Because we didn't have a house and we needed to get out of our place, which is a big concern. That is a big that's concern. That's a really big concern. And actually, I've my therapist has been saying you started your stress level so high before the pandemic and then you went from there. And I'm realizing that that has um, a lot of repercussions. But I think in the sense of if I take the move out of it and the year before the pandemic, like what was my biggest worry? It was, you know, when am I going to work again? Always as an actor. And then is my am I going to get enough sleep because I have a brand new baby? But those stresses are not life or death. And then we get into the pandemic and that is obviously our everyday stress was life and death for every single one of us listening to this and being a part of this. So it's going to be weird to go back to having the stress level be, do we have enough food in the fridge or something, you know, that's a little less of a life and death situation. I always wonder, like, what are the repercussions going to be a year from now? I think that we will not realize what we've just been through. How long do you guys think it's going to be like five years until we are actually feel, quote unquote, normal again? Three years? Two years? I don't know if we ever will. Really? I, I think it's going to be an, or, or there will be a new version of normal. But I think the reality is, is it will take us time for those who maybe don't see it as trauma to realize, wow, this was a trauma. Right. Just a baseline trauma. Even if you didn't have anything, even if you were fortunate enough not to lose anyone, even if you were fortunate enough to keep your job and be financially stable throughout the pandemic, there is still a level of trauma, just baseline trauma. Not to mention, obviously, even just if if either of those terrible things has, had happened, if you right. lost your job and you lost a, someone close to you, you had a health scare, like any of that. And that's not even meant going into like, everything else. So I think it's just going to, and everyone I think experienced not the same trauma, but a version of their own trauma. Right. And there is no way to determine because everyone processes processes that differently. There's no way to determine when that's going to reveal itself, Mm -hmm. if it ever will, how it will. You and I are very open about the fact that we both, um, love therapy, have been in therapy and are My mom's ad- a therapist. Yeah, mom's a therapist. We're advocates for therapy. And um, so I am hopefully encouraged that people will hopefully take this time to seek out someone to talk to. And then even in um, in Nashville, I went, it was raining. And so I brought the kids to the mall just to 
go somewhere, mm-hmm. um, which was fantastic. There was parking. It was free. Like it was beautiful. Um, it, it was just it was great. And and I was waiting for the elevator because I had the stroller and uh, and on the elevator, once it closed, it said, like, take a moment, take a breath look where you are like and there was like a number for um like mental health if you needed to call someone and just a general number it wasn't even something specific but even on the the elevator where it was advertising like take a breath it's okay you're here and i've got you like the the healthy mental like a healthy mental health moment mm-hmm. that in itself was just like wow this is where we're at that's one huge positive that's come out of this is people talking about their mental health openly For the first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. I feel like podcasts would talk about it. Sometimes we'd share it with our really close friends, but it's become such a a norm Mm -hmm. to talk about mental health. And not only that, but when someone asks you how you are, I think people answer honestly for the first time in their entire life. Yeah. Most people would be like, great. Yeah, good. But not anymore. I think we all really genuinely check and then answer. Which is huge because then we can be honest with each other for the first time. Yeah, I think that is a, a hopefully a positive part of this experience on the other side. Right. But, but to your to answer, I just I don't know, and I I'm asking that question a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Like especially having like kids in the house and um, a five year old, like just you know, like navigating. It's interesting to look back, you know what I mean? And be like, wow, we just didn't know. We just didn't have answers. And and how that brought out certain elements of like, even just speaking for myself, you know, like I had a really tough time being okay, you know, especially being pregnant during Mm -hmm. the pandemic. I just was on such high alert and I couldn't hear a lot of the rationale. Like I just was... I couldn't hear it Mm because I just was so focused on the fear. And um, but I didn't know how else to be. There wasn't like a there wasn't like a pamphlet. (laughs) It was like, here's the steps to calm down from that. Um, But but it is interesting, like how it reveals itself on the other side, which for us, I think, was sitting down collectively as, you know, as partners, as my husband and I and just being like, this sounds nice. Like Mm -hmm. going and being out in the country sounds really nice and not just for us, but as a family. Right. And well, and to take it back to what you were just discussing as well, I feel like usually when one person's going through a really big life trauma, the other one, the other people aren't. And so everyone's able to help each other. But it felt like we all collectively, the entire world was going through it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so that's what everyone was dealing with it on different levels at all times. And no one was normal. And that is unbelievable. It's really hard to even wrap our minds around that completely. And so the same as you going into a store, holding a mask, being like, do I put it on? Do I not put it on? Okay, I'm going to put it on because everyone else has it. Even if you know the science, even if you know the science of like vaccine, vaccines are available. You know, you are vaccinated. It, It you can get a vaccination anywhere, you know, like, and so even if you know the science, it's still, we're still in it, right? You know, we are still, well, and it's a respect thing too. I just don't want people to think I'm disrespecting them by not wearing it or wearing it or I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm not the bold person that just walks into the room being like, I'm vaccinated max mask off. However, the science says I'm okay to 
do that. I know. And and if it's more, if you're not vaccinated, you that's who, the person who's at risk. Do you think it's psychological too for us? Yeah. Because we've been so used to wearing it. 100% mm-hmm. psychological. Mm-hmm. I think it's psychological on the, and it's also dependent on where you've been, what state you've been in, right. what city you've been in, what town you've been in. Mm-hmm. Because it was interesting to travel last year and to be in this tiny, tiny town, barely populated with zero cases and everything is shut down and they're all wearing masks and like not knowing how any of their businesses are going to survive when you're they're following the same rules and laws as a, as a city that's hours away that is fully populated with tons of cases mm-hmm. and so and, and and again what do you what did we know we didn't know anything right. everyone was just doing their best um but i think every single it was so dependent also on where you were and how you've how it's been presented to you as a state, who you were surrounded by. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people were fearful. My, I was very fearful the whole time. And some people were just like, you know what? It's OK. I'm not going to let the fear get to me, even though I'm going to comply. And I was like, good for you. But I'm like, <laughs> I wish I could. You know, it just we all did the best that we could. Right. I'm feeling really lucky because Poppy will be a year, uh, two years in a month and or I think even three weeks. And she just missed the cutoff to have to wear a mask because when you're two is when they require kids to wear masks. Yeah. So it really was just a few weeks. Um, and I'm feeling grateful because I just know there's no way I could have her just wear a mask all day, every day, all of a sudden. One day she's not wearing it and the next day she's wearing it. So really feel for all those parents out there that just had to like put masks on their children who are not at the state where they can understand what's going on. Yeah. So I just, yeah. And and I think that's the, yeah, we're still in it. We're still navigating it. And there, well, I mean, even the fact here we are all in a room together for the first time and we're all just like, yay, this is weird. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, I don't feel like it's, it's that weird just because I've been so excited to do this again in person, but I guess it is. Yeah, you're right. It's not how it doesn't feel how it felt when we first were doing, and we couldn't even remember the last episode we did in person. That's how long, that's how long it's been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we're here. We are rocking it and we are so excited to be doing this catch up Q&A That's and we've right. got some really fun questions from our social media and we are going to answer them for you right after the break. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey guys, we're back with some really great questions, and a lot of these are really deep, Candice. Are you ready? Yeah. I feel like we've just had a really good deep conversation and it's just going to get better. Okay. Klein Lifes asks us, when you are gone, how would you like to be remembered? Ooh, it's interesting. I, funny, we've actually been talking about death in our household because... I of the gravesite? Of the gravesite. <laughs> um, funny enough, I don't know if Florence saw it in a movie, our five-year-old, um, or what happened, but she's like very aware, aware of death as a concept right now and asking a lot of questions well, probably about Probably because of the pandemic too. Maybe, but she doesn't, that didn't really register. Or maybe it did and mm. I just missed it. But like, you know how in every movie, the parents are never there. Right. You know what I mean? So I think she's like registering some plot points now <laughs> where she's like, huh. <laughs> what happened to the Arendelles? <laughs> you know, like in Frozen. Um, oh, I'm like, wait, what family is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or or whatever. Yeah. If, I don't know if that's their last name. Um, yep. Mel's saying yes. Right? Yeah. Or uh, Frozen trivia. If it's not, I, I'm a just lot like, of people are rolling their eyes. Right I know. Now. I'm just delaying my answer. Um, how would you like, what is it? How, what, um, when how, you are gone, how would you like to be remembered? Ugh. Uh, I feel like I just want someone to go like that. I made him laugh. And like the, the idea of like, gosh, it was, it was great to sit down and have a glass of wine with that gal. Mm. She was a good time. <laughs> That's it. Here lies Candace. She was a good time. She was time. a good time. There we go. <laughs> we've actually, That's the gravesite you guys can get me. <laughs> deal. Deal. Um, no, we've been talking a lot about this too, just because we've been opening up our home to people more now. And since we've moved, a lot of people haven't been here and haven't seen it. And what we've been saying is, gosh, I just want this to be the type of place where people can come however they are and they feel happy and they feel loved and they feel good and they feel accepted. And it just kind of is this place of taking a deep breath. And so what I realized when I just read that question is, oh, no, I want to be that kind of person to the best of my ability, if I can be um, the kind of person where someone feels like they can just take a deep breath and be and not have to be on, not have to be anything other than how they are right then. And that would be my goal. Am I like that all the time? Hell no. <laughs> we are all, um, you know, learning and growing. But that would be my goal is to be someone like that. So I think that's how I'd want to be remembered. But what would the gravestone say? I don't know. I guess that's a question we developed ourselves. <laughs> oh, my TBD. gosh. TBD. TBD. Um, okay. So Candace's Drew Ooh. asks, what is happiness for you? What is happiness? And I think for it's you? a chicken apron. It's a chicken collecting apron that says mother hen on it. Um, <laughs> oh my yeah, it's real cute, guys. What is happiness for me? Oh, geez. I guess I guess this, the quick answer for that is nothing materialistic. It's really just being in the mental space where I can like throw my head back and genuinely laugh because I find that I'm really serious. This These past few months and probably this past year has been very serious. So to be able to be a little bit more lighthearted and laugh a lot. I think that to me would be my version of happy now. How about you? Uh, I think in the world, what is happiness in like my world is like obviously 
like our whole family together with friends, usually by some sort of like body of water, mm. whether it's like a beach or a lake and and just um, good food, great, like great wine and just like good conversations and everyone's just there and relaxed yeah. and um and seeing like family and friends woven together uh within that um and I then like like, se- like a selfish independent activity is a concert I, i'm <laughs> so happy at a concert i'm like thrilled for live music to be back we already have uh tickets to like a fest music festival we're so excited. Are you so excited? Yeah. Well, are you going to tell us which one? It's very ominous. You're not uh, even saying no, which one. No, I don't remember the name. Oh. It's some like, <laughs> some cool So excited sounding. you can't I remember. Know, I know. <laughs> okay, last question, because everyone wants TVD questions all the time and we love it. What is something nobody knows about filming TVD? Something nobody knows about filming The Vampire Diaries. Oh, I can say something just about the screen test. I just remember when I screen tested for Vicky... They made me read with Michael Trevino, who played Tyler. And I was so nervous that I skipped a line when we both had to read together in front of Warner Brothers, all the execs at Warner Brothers. I just completely skipped a line. And he was so mad at me afterwards. He was like, you missed that. And I was like, I know I missed it. Okay, I was doing my best. I'm sorry. Because those situations are so nerve wracking. And then I remember feeling so responsible because it was also his experience, you know, and his life on the line. I guess it worked out, so it's fine. And I don't think he's mad at me anymore. <laughs> no, it definitely worked out. Um, I think a fun thing that people don't know, um, in every, almost probably in every scene of The Vampire Diaries, there is a phone hidden. Mm. We were young. We were on our phones a lot. And someone's got a phone. What was your go-to hiding place? Like under a pillow? No, it was usually yeah, pillows. Uh, there were like little like trinket boxes that were always <laughs> empty. So usually that. Um, if you were entering into a scene, like through a door, um, it's a fake wall, obviously. It's a set. So it's kind of just like boards behind it with like kind of almost like that look like shelves. So usually I just like throw my phone back there. And now I'm mortified to think that this was it's such a bad habit. I would be mortified to be like that young person on a set just like constantly on their phone. But like, you know, we we were all young. We were all there all, all the time, like the really long work. Hours. I also don't know any 22 year old that isn't always on their phone. I know. So and don't. I was on a Blackberry. So, <gasps> you know. That's how long it's been. Uh, Everyone listening is like, what is that? I know. They're like, you are on fruit? What is... It was a type of phone device in which there was a keyboard and it clicked and you could feel it and it was wonderful and Blackberries were legit and awesome. And It was I also known out. as like the business phone yeah. as opposed to the iPhone was kind of like you were a little more frivolous and wanted to play games, but the BlackBerry was like, no, I'm I'm a businesswoman. Yeah, I feel like the trajectory of phones for our time was Nokia. You all started with, the, everyone started with a Nokia. Was that the, ra- oh no, the Nokia with the and snake. then moved to the Razor. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, div- you split up into two groups. It was either like you had a sidekick. Sidekick. Or you had a trio. What was a trio? The Palm Pilot. So sidekick was oh. like, I'm cool. And trio was, I'm business. Right. And then you split again into iPhone. Or Blackberry. Or Blackberry. And then everyone just got the iPhone. And then the everyone iPhone. just got the iPhone at this point. I remember having a Blackberry for like for visual purposes of <laughs> making sure people <laughs> knew that I was a serious businesswoman. 
is take my acting career seriously. I love it. So funny. Because you could get your emails on it so I know. quickly. It was, I know. They had a great email system. And BBMs, gosh, we're really aging ourselves. If we ourselves. have really young listeners on that, <laughs> go look up a sidekick and a BlackBerry because they're just, it's hilarious it's to look up now. It's a hoot. Give yourself a giggle <laughs> on this Monday. Um, well, thank you guys for these beautiful questions and uh, for joining us for this catch up. And there's so many great episodes coming up. And don't you worry after hearing all this like moving talk, we're still going to continue the podcast. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. (laughs) So don't worry. Um, And we've got great episodes coming up every Monday to fill your summer with. Stay tuned. Love you guys. See you soon. See ya. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Producer, Melissa DeMonts. Edited by Katrina Henning. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Music by Joe King. And advertising partnership with ACAST.